What's up, bad bitches of the world? It is Ellis Monte, and we're back with another episode of Confessions of a Queer-Ass Black Boy. This is the podcast where this queer-ass black boy just talks about feelings and all this other shit. I'm gagging. If I was like, feelings, bitches are like, nope, pause, gotta go. This is not the type of podcast that I I am interested in. I understand though, but this is a really good podcast. This is actually a very long-awaited episode. I recognize that my last episode, Hello 24, has been, was, I did it like all the way back in March and it is fucking June. It is June motherfucking 21st. It is cancer season, bitches. And like, I don't know, just life. Like, that's always gonna be the fucking answer. Y'all know that I never wanna be away from the podcast that long, but life and my Taurus moon ass takes forever to adjust. Like, when I tell you, like, my adjustment period for things are just so much longer. And it's one thing that I'm trying to get better at because I recognize that like, that's also the point of the podcast is to document my growth. And I think that I'm doing myself a disservice when I'm just showing you now where I'm just really fully getting things like together for myself, but also recognizing I got to do things best for me, just like you got to do things best for you. But I definitely want to get better at that. I want to get better at showing the podcast, showing you all like the me that's like going through shit and the me that's like figuring it out because i was definitely in a weird ass fucking place and yeah i'll try and recount just as best as possible but yeah (laughs) happy to be fucking back bitches period and in case you are new to the podcast i'm a very irregular host i cuss i want to talk to you like you're my best friend most of the bitches who listen to this podcast have been here since day one so i appreciate you riding with me i love you thank you but yeah just getting into the episode so where the fuck has ellis been for the past two months ellis has unfortunately he was his world was rocked my world was rocked by a move like literally like in long story short in february my landlord was on some fuck shit and in my last apartment he was like oh y'all's rent is about to go up because we over these little covid prices yep uh-uh and me and my roommates was like oh we getting the fuck up out of here which we did one of my roommates I had two one of my roommates we ended up moving together shout out to ricky or again obviously and we really didn't move that far but just really the process or the market at the time was literally astastic like when i tell you just like the apartments that we seen None of them were good in my standards personally. And also I think at the time I just was going through things with my job, which I'll get um, into a little bit later, but I was going through things with my job. So I think mentally I was like worn the fuck out. So like when I did that last episode and I had just came back from California, I was definitely on a high, but I think my mental was still very worn out. And I think physically I was a little worn out and also spiritually a bitch just was worn the fuck out. So that's also where I've been. But just from the time that we moved, so our first, our lease started in this new apartment in April, on April 1st. So just obviously March, I'm going through it. I'm moving, I'm getting my shit together. And then once we get into the apartment, it just was, I don't know, anybody who's moving to apartment, it could go really smoothly. Like I think my last move in my first apartment here was really smoothly. I think that first week I had nothing to do. So I just was really like, and I really didn't have as much. So I felt like I just kind of got it all done within the first week. But this move just was nothing, not helpful. Ricky went away for the week. So it was just me in the apartment. Um, 
feeling all types of weird ways like having so much stuff and not really knowing where to start like literally for the longest of time i literally just had my bed like that was the only thing and i didn't even have a fucking bed frame because i i sell my bed frame like extremely fucking quickly and i didn't get a new one until two weeks later so my bed was on the floor which was like the first week it was like oh cute aesthetics but then the second one it was like okay this is ghetto this is i'm not even inviting anybody over to the apartment vibes because it's oh my bed's on the floor you know what i'm saying like it was not giving anything that was for about that was about two weeks and meanwhile boxes shit all over the apartment so again my adhd brain just like me and disorganization although i'm often disorganized being disorganized does not help me like at all that was fucking me up but then i think just again just to change also still working from home and kind of shifting because if you live in new york you know how it is like you can live on a block and have like your whole little ecosystem where your train is you can move per se like in driving wise i only moved 12 minutes away maybe like 10 which is nothing and you know about a 15 20 minute walk from my last apartment and i'm in a whole new fucking ecosystem like when i tell you i have whole new fucking train systems and little things near me and my gym was far so i had to find a new gym like i just felt all my little routine my little things had just gotten shifted yeah for about a month and a half a bitch was fucked up okay like ellis was really going through it <laughs> i'm sorry that i keep speaking in third person y'all y'all know that's like a weird thing that i do but i'm probably not gonna change it yeah so anywho so that was where a bitch has been and i feel like just throughout this past month throughout these throughout these past few months like i've made some huge radical changes which i'll tell you all about and i feel like they've helped lead me to where i'm at right now which is in a lot better headspace like i'm just I'm feeling clear. I'm feeling very effective. I'm feeling very powerful. Bitch is like getting this shit that he wants to get done. I'm really trying to personally change my life right now. I'm at this point. I'm recognizing that it's like going through all of that stuff helped me recognize, oh wow, like this is unpleasant. And I've been feeling unpleasant for about like at the time, probably a couple months now. I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was definitely in a depressing time. So it just was like, not it so i'm just like really in the space of just like really wanting to change that and it's i know that this podcast is obviously a component of that because it's when i think about the things that i love doing i obviously love talking and i love connecting and i love building community and i love this podcast i love listening back like today i hadn't really listened to the podcast since the last episode and today i listened to it and I just was like, a little fucking smile came on my face because I was like, girl, wow, like this is cute. Like obviously a bitch isn't perfect at podcasting, but it just was like, oh wow, I actually really enjoy it. And I, I like talking and things flow for me when I get on, when I'm recording and I want to grow with it. So I'm just like, period, happy to be fucking back. You'll be happy to know Ellis has quit. I left corporate. I left it. That's what we're calling it. We're calling it corporate was just like, not it. <laughs> Corporate was not it, y'all. It was not it. It was, um, like, I recognized when I first moved here, I was obviously in a space of, okay, girl, we just moved to New York. We're living off savings. First thing on the to-do list is to get a job, like, just period, like, point blank. 
and I just graduated from college. So I was just like, you know what? We're just trying to get into the advertising marketing world, period. And I got that. I got, I found my corporate job at the right time, which I, I'll say, I'll preface it with this. Like I don't regret having this job because again, I recognize where I was at with it. It was more so a necessity basis. It paid me well. And it was like with a very, I want to say like pretty established like agency here in New York, like with some people, some decent people. But just recognizing again, like the person that I am, like the dynamic, colorful leader that I am and recognizing that me working under, shout out, no, not, I'm not about to shout her out, but like being fucking real, working under a middle-aged white woman who really had no understanding for the black experience was just triggering, no. Working in a majority white office and for a majority of that time and being there, like being the only black person in the office then we get another guy he's digital so he's not in the office then my friend came to work shout out to that bitch we love him and then towards the end there was more like there were a couple more black faces like hashtag two not three but it just wasn't enough there was no culture it wasn't it just wasn't it so it was like that was more so the culture side and i tried my best i got into the dei shit and i tried to help create some programming to get some culture and things going but it just was not it, it, it was not giving it was not helping me out but then i think we go more so on like my actual duties and my responsibilities and whatnot and just recognizing how limiting it was for me i was a again keeping a real marketing assistant and personally it just was very small for me it was very like it wasn't creatively fulfilling for me i think and i know we use creatively as like this it's like a vague word but i genuinely think i don't know if you can get the sense like i'm just a creative person i like to work on things i have a magazine i have this podcast i like working on cool shit especially in the culture so yeah it was just shocking to work in this like white ass corporate place where i'm just like basically i don't know doing things that just were not fulfilling to me were boring as hell to me things i just didn't care about and i think that for some people they're able to really like when they clock in like their mind clocks the fuck out and they're able to just be like cool i'm here i'm gonna get this shit done i'm gonna move on but i think i've already i've always known this for me like genuinely if i do not care about something i cannot care like i cannot give any fucks and i remember i will always remember this like little thing when i was a kid my mom put me in basketball just to put me in basketball and i'm not saying that queer kids don't do basketball but this queer kid did not do basketball or wasn't interested in it and like i was the kid that was like say everyone's running towards the left side of the court like i'm the last one running like i'm on the right side like oh like is this shit over with like bro coach can you put me on the fucking like bench like my dad used to laugh at me because it just was apparent how much I did not give a shit about those games. And it just was, it was sickening when you think about it. Like, why the fuck was I even playing basketball? But I think it just shows who I am. I can't fake the funk. I can't fake interest. I can to an extent. Obviously, when you're getting paid, when you're getting, and like when you get into your career, you feel like you're getting experience. Like you suck a lot of shit up. And I definitely did that. I definitely bit my tongue for a long time. and bit the bullet i'll say that more so in the sense of knowing that the shit was not for me but i guess hoping that it was going to get better hoping that at some point things were going to get going to change like kind of that sense of saving my happiness until genuinely i got to a point where i just did not i for about a month before i made the decision to put my resignation which was like at the end of april 
for about a month or some really just dreading it this certain project i was on dreading it working with this one person who was just particularly awful and feeling very muted not supported it just was like a combination of things where it's oh and like literally the day that i decided it just was so funny and i real i like this is a testimony of just a sense of you could feel so much confusion until it's that moment where you're honestly fed the fuck up like to the brink and you're just like oh i don't have to do this anymore i will say obviously it wasn't that bad where a bitch was like oh you know where i would have been like oh i gotta quit now today gotta go bye fuck y'all it wasn't to that extent because period them bitches know what not to do but i will say i got to the point where it was like oh i actually don't need this i don't need to do this or like i'm i'll leave because like also recognizing like them bitches loved me like girl the impact that ellis had there was just very much and i will be grandiose right there because i deserve it recognizing just how much change i made there like literally anybody who knew me in that role knew of me i gave literally a speech at our like our offsite day about microaggressions in front of our global CEO. Like I was really trying to make strides, but it just shows the fact that like literally at my year mark where it's like, oh, no change is being made. Like, oh, there's really no initiatives to help retain me as a black and queer man. It just was not, it wasn't the space for me. So I released the fuck out of that job, okay? And I'm very fucking happy about it. Like the, the funny thing is, is I wonder if you've ever felt it like, you there's some decisions i feel like in my life that i've made where i'm like i don't really know if that was right especially like afterwards like i was very shook it like I, I had no clue if i was doing the right thing but like with that decision there was no like i think yeah there was obviously like some oh damn like i'm really about to do this but in a sense but not in a sense where i'm like oh i'm regretting that i am about to quit my job it just was not because i recognized too like i'm not the only one feeling like this like when you it's funny when you actually start to talk to people especially like other people of color other people who are gen z's and millennials and you recognize like how much of nothing that they're getting from the jobs like how much of like really they're not getting enough mentorship areas of growth and that's specifically with black people community again specifically with black people how the hell is it going to be community for black people when there ain't no black people in the office like just true tea like really true tea and i know you we can have those these jobs and it's just unfortunately a fact because you recognize too we're very much especially in the creative fields black people are just a minority period but come on some agencies are doing better. But that's all I'm going to say about that. I think overall the decision was truly amazing. And I wish I got on here and talked to you all about it sooner. Because I'm just like, I wonder who needs to hear this fucking message. That like, fuck that job. Like, most definitely I'm grateful and blessed I was in the position to be able to like, take this. At this point it's been about, it's been a month. As of yesterday it was a month. To take this month off and just really chill like isn't that crazy isn't that just really like amazing i think it's amazing and i really think that it's a blessing capitalism is the fucking worst and like beyond that job beyond all those people just getting out of capitalism for however long even for four weeks has just been amazing because i think that obviously like i'm not naive i recognize that to leave behind capitalism is just really fucking hard and like, i'm gonna have to work for means in this society and i recognize that but i'm recognizing too like I much rather work towards things that I care about. I much rather use the skills that I'm passionate about strengthening 
than working a job just to get paid. Working a job just to, also in my eyes, getting white people more money. And that's exactly where the fuck I am. And I think that I'm highly fucking qualified to say that, yeah, do I wanna go back to another corporation where I'm just making a white man money? Or you recognize, yeah, my CEO is a millionaire. Oh, my manager makes like over a hundred, like a hundred thousand. I'm, it's just, I'm not gonna, getting too much into too much of the tea but just recognizing that now i need to be rightfully compensated for what the fuck i deserve so that's what's next for me so i just hope send us good vibes i'm sending you good vibes that wherever you are with your job i hope that you're strengthening yourself i hope that your skills are getting enhanced i hope that your passions are becoming alive and you're ultimately becoming the person in the the, the professional that you want to be and if you don't want to be professional you want to be creative you want to be whatever i hope that you're becoming that person because it's very fucking necessary and we don't have time to waste i think that's one of the, another like little lesson that that taught me is yeah i think by society tells you gotta wait and struggle and go through shit no you never know when your last day is so are you gonna spend more of your days like at some fuck ass job that you just cannot stand because society told you to because put your time in and you'll be rewarded for that it is and then fuck that shit no nope not happy not happy for a long period of time recognizing also again i'm not naive enough to know that obviously with anything there are challenges with anything you know, with any job there are going to be challenging days but i think there comes a point when you recognize that oh do i actually like just this simple do i enjoy coming to work let's say three out of the fucking five days do i enjoy the people that i work with and we all know what enjoy means and you can use it like put your own description for it but do i find it pleasant am i irritated like how do i feel when i'm at work do i feel muted do i feel supported like really assessing it because i think again so many people can just clock out so they'll tell you to, for the people who don't want to be clocked out in a 9 to 5, they'll tell you to, oh, just, I don't know, like, again, bite the bullet. And also another weird thing that I recognize, too, is just so funny. Personally, when I'm unhappy, I'm one of those people that just can't shut the fuck up about it. Oh, yeah, I'm most definitely going to change it, but I'm also not going to just be mute about it. So, like, as soon as a bitch was just kind of, like, starting to express myself and what I was unhappy about, even if that was just people that I trusted, it's just like interesting that you hear what they feel as well. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say on that. But, and I think that's also another testament. It's like sometimes express your journey, express where you're at because you never know where someone else is gonna be at. And what you're doing can be so much of an inspiration to someone else. And I think that's one of the best things that I think I'm recognizing like that I'm here to do is to help inspire my community by my actions and expressing what the fuck I'm doing. Cause we're all doing shit. It's just like a means of who wants to talk about it. And I've recognized that like a bitch like me just has to talk about it because again going back to that little boy that just could not show how much he did not give a fuck about playing basketball it was it, it's sickening but I recognize that I just went on like a whole rant so I'm gonna take a sip of this seltzer that I got right next to me so one second please <sighs> I don't know what it is, but I never really liked White Claws. But recently I went to this event and my friend just got me a White Claw because he was like, yo, these are, they pour a lot compared to a cocktail, which is some small ass cup. I was like, for sure. Period. We love saving money and getting more drunk. Anywho, so some other cool things that I've been up to is like actually helping 
this organization called Claim Our Space Now with marketing it's been really awesome i think that like i met this amazing person called marla shout out to marla i met them i met her when i was doing this this pitch for the nglcc which is this basically queer chain of commerce so after i did my presentation marla went on and i was just like oh period beautiful black woman here in new york young i want to figure out what they're doing and also her organization sounded very similar to queer magazine i reached out to her and we were able to set something up and this was actually even before i quit my job before i took a pause from some things and i don't know something in me was just was kind of like and maybe this doesn't have to be a collaboration thing with Queer Magazine. Like maybe you could just like help because one of the main things about her organization or Claim Our Space Now is just black liberation, trans liberation, just like liberation for the people. And I think it just was like resonating with me, obviously. So I just was like, oh, I gotta help out with this. Long story short, I've just been a part of the team, which has been really awesome. And it's been really nice to still have my foot in being productive, even in the sense of just like not having like a nine to five, but being able to commit a couple hours out of my week to help this amazing organization in which I believe in. Like yesterday I went and volunteered at their Marshall's Closet, which is basically a clothing drive for our unhoused siblings in the community of New York. So if you're ever in Harlem or if you are in New York, you wanna donate some clothes, reach out to Claim Our Space Now on Instagram. But yeah, so I've just been like helping them out, which has been really awesome. And trying to figure out what's just next for me. I think, not I think, but I know that I wanna to continue to create spaces for queer black and brown folks. And when I mean spaces, events that are just like towards the upliftment and the empowerment of them. Cool things, creatives, just, I wanna get more into that world because I recognize that like, being in New York is extremely fucking lonely and I think that one of the best ways to get over that loneliness is by putting yourself in a community. And I think that, and I know that for me, like, for me to ever be happy in a community, it has to be queer and black most definitely because those are the two things that i'm like obviously i'm a multifaceted person but again going back to my days in corporate like i'm never going to be personally happy in a space where i am the only black person or the black only queer person like no period are you dumb yeah that's just not my story <laughs> but happy to be just getting my feet wet and exploring some new things and exploring more of what it is that i want i think ultimately choosing me and it has not been easy whatsoever one of the biggest things or biggest challenges that i had to make while like deciding to choose me was take a pause was to take a pause on queer magazine for those who may not know queer magazine is my baby my zine dedicated to queer black and brown people showing our art and our excellence but i think just like in the midst of all the things i was going through with my job and just like the move and just so much happening and needing to recenter myself i decided to let that not let it go at all but to sit it down for a second because recognizing that it is not easy whatsoever to be a ceo to be an editor-in-chief to be a social media manager to be a writer like it's just not to be a podcaster 
it's just to be a fucking adult it's just not it's not for the faint of heart recognizing that okay one i feel like step one was like it's okay to take a break like it's even with my job like it's okay to step away from this recognizing that again society tells me that oh one like even the first recognizing too that society often tells you in order to let go of something you have to have something like oh you better have a job before you like quit your job and getting that shit out of my mind but then also even with small businesses the fear of taking a break because like you fear that your break will take too long and next thing you know you won't be back at it but knowing in my heart that i will be i feel like within these past few weeks um really i've recognized that like my time to get back into these things obviously like my podcast and my zine is approaching i'm one of those people that i can't really sit idly too long or and it's more so sitting idly while i'm like for myself i guess i guess if that makes sense like creatively i'll say that i can yes for sure put down some things and rest like rest is very necessary but i think there comes a point especially for me where if i'm not expressing myself creatively if i'm not really putting myself out there to my community or working on the things that i love it'll start to fuck with me and also even recognizing that working with a lot of other creatives and wanting to make sure that no matter what where i'm at in life i'm always building myself also other people and again even the work that i'm doing with claim space now helping like service is so important to me and also making sure that like i'm working for myself and like doing and building myself because i know that i have such big dreams and like aspirations for myself and recognizing that i'm not gonna get there if i don't work towards it if i don't get to it but i'm trying to go at it differently and one of the main things i'm trying to do is just like changing my mindset from being like like that perfectionist mindset that i've talked about so many times on this podcast like really trying to like get a hold of that shit recognizing that it has fucked me up extensively because when you when you have such a perfectionist mindset, like you just obviously like you want it to be perfect. You want it to just you want to go over all the obstacles that you could possibly face. And I think that like for me, when I recognize that oh I'm probably gonna face that obstacle, I just kind of I retreat. Like recognizing that like this little office space that I'm in right now, like for the longest time I have I, I didn't have my desk up. It just was closed everywhere. And recognize oh I really want to record. And so, Ellis, you know that you're not going to actually record unless you clean up and put your desk up. And I had to do that. I had to do the work to actually do that. I and mean, even today, like, I just, I was sitting here and I just was, like, feeling like, I want to record. This is the perfect time. Like, my roommate's not at home. Like, now is a great time for me to just record. And something in me was like, oh, no, I need to plan. But then I was just like, no, fuck it. Let's do it. And I'm happy that I actually am doing that because I feel like this episode is going to be actually decent. Um, or at least it's felt decent. But then again, that's going back to my point of it's going to be what it is. I've been reading this book called Maximize Your Potential, Grow Your Expertise, Take Bold Risk, and Build an Incredible Career, which is pretty spot on. I will always give the universe credit for actually like giving me what the fuck i need because literally i just was walking one day and i found like three books that were very very on point to where i'm at in life this book and this other book called emotional detox and another one called joy at work by marie kondo so yeah yeah. so anyway going back to this book we'll call maximize your potential one of the main things that i like really loved in this book was like basically telling you like about like how to be successful in your endeavors especially like with the things that you're passionate about and one of the chapters is actually called 
choosing or focusing on getting better rather than being good and i think that's one of the things that i struggle with in the past like i just wanted to be a good podcaster i just wanted to do everything like to the best of my ability i want every episode to have a certain as standard and like to an extent i recognize that those are like just me like i have standards for the things that i do but also sometimes i have unrealistic expectations for myself even if it's just with my work ethic even if it's just with how long the episode's going to be was there a car that went by or just a hundred things that i could be really critical on but really focusing on like getting better and i think that helps me even just get over the hump of starting it was like oh i have to be in the most perfect situation like i need to have this room 100 percent clean it needs to be a sunny day outside i need to have some tea i need to and it's just yes that's ideal but that's not the reality of right now and the reality is that i want to say something i want to create i want to put an episode out very soon and the more that i wait obviously the more i prolong it so yeah, I think that's been like really fucking helpful. And another thing that I've just been trying to work on is just giving myself permission to screw up. When I go through this episode, I'm probably going to want to change some things, but maybe I'm not. And also like when I allow myself to screw up, I'm recognizing that, okay, at some point, I'm just going to have to like let it be what the fuck it is. But then also taking a step further and comparing myself to my past episodes. I just want this episode to be just as good as the last episode, if not better, hopefully better. As long as I'm getting better over time compared to myself, that's all that really matters. And at the end of the day, also, when you create things, I think I've always said this, that as long as one person listens to you, as long as one person supports you, that's more than some people get in this lifetime and i think that's really beautiful so really honing in on what you do have rather than what you don't have has been really helpful it's been helpful to me i think it's really beautiful when i see people in the park practicing skateboarding like at their big age of i don't know 20 something or even a kid and you recognize oh they're really bad at this but then it's so funny and beautiful for me when i see them months later and they're better at it and it's just that's so beautiful i love seeing that for other people But recognizing, like, why can't I allow that for myself? Like, why can't I allow myself the ability to get better at something? I I shouldn't just have to be amazing at everything that I do the first time. Because I also think that it's just not fun. Like, most of the things I'm just really good at, rarely, like, I'm not doing that every day. Like, I think it's the things that I'm bad at that I want to get better at and practice at that, you know, really intrigue me. I don't know if that makes sense. But... Yeah, it's having to really look at myself. I think like, that's just like a really like pertinent thing. Like I think if you struggle with something right now, if you're struggling with something, whether that's let's say to leave your job or to stand up for yourself, or you just notice that you do some of those like self-sabotaging behaviors, like really noticing when you're about to do that and like sitting with it and recognizing it. I think that's like sitting with my emotions has been one of the best, and it's not the best, but it's been one of the most like kind of transformational acts that i've been doing because it's like normally when you feel something uncomfortable you want to just run from it you want to move on you want to like change it do whatever you can to counteract the emotion but for me i've just been really focusing on in on actually sitting with it so i can get to the bottom of it so i can assess it so i can ask it questions and describe it because i think that's been the only way that i've been able to like really figure things out like i am extremely hard on myself and i've known that but then taking it a step further to challenge it, to feel it, to note that, validate that I feel that way. But then also, oh, okay, like I need, I do deserve to like 
to get better. And I know that, that sounds like a really weak affirmation, but it was, it's very powerful personally to me because I think that if I deserve to get better, that means that I deserve to be imperfect and knowing that, oh, I will get better, period. So you deserve to get better. You deserve to try the things that ignite your passions and also to recognize that you will not be good at it the first time. And I know that I said that I said that in my last episode, which is really funny. You will not be good at it the first time, but if you don't do it the first time, you won't get to it your hundredth time. And I think that it's so funny that I've said that lesson so many times. Obviously, as you as a listener can tell that Ellis obviously has a challenge with that. And I'm gonna do my best. We're going to do my best. Again, I deserve to get better. And I will get better. Yeah, period. Yeah, that's all a bitch really has to say today, family. Choose you. Allow yourself to get better. Perfection is shit. Perfection is nothing. Like, literally get that word out of your mind. Allow yourself to get better. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Just allow yourself to be truly yeah that's all the bitch really has to say today i will be checking in with you all very fucking soon and if i don't come look for me okay come get my ass from my room and say bitch record get it together okay send me a text but in the meantime be safe be peace be love bye